the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Wisdom for life. How many of y'all need some wisdom? Anybody lacking wisdom? Anybody void of understanding? Ah, oh, yes! It happens, right? Oh, I had the best like, I was talking to a young guy in here. I won't name drop, you know. I'm just saying because I didn't get permission for the story. But anyways, I was talking to somebody and um, last week after the service, and he said, I'm, I was just in the gym, and I was just talking to somebody. He asked me if there was anything that I would recommend for him to read. So I had this book that is bomb, okay, like nuggets of gold in this book, Leadership integrity, because integrity matters, right? So I, I recommended this book, and so he said, he's at the gym, and he's like, this guy says something like this, and he's like, oh yeah, well, da-da-da-da-da, and if you have 80% of this, and that, and the guy's like, whoa, what? Where'd you get that information, right? He's like, oh, because I read this book. So he comes back to the gym, and the guy already finished the book, you know, like, and, and he's like, I go someplace, I go to the store, and people are like, I have answers. And I'm like, you want to know why? Because the world is void of understanding. Everybody's so superficial. Nobody has any answers. So you're walking around, and you're in the gym, and you're looking for wisdom. You're looking for understanding. You're looking for answers. And let me tell you, you are the answer. You are the answer. You are the answer to this generation. Come on, you're the answer to your friends. You're the answer to your family. You are the answer in your house. Come on, you are the answer. How are you the answer? When you seek wisdom. When you seek understanding. You have answers. It's crazy because you see so many people and you see their profile. And you're like, man, that person's looking cool. That person's looking good. That person's looking like they got their life together. And you meet them and they're dumb. They're so dumb. They're ignorant, unintelligent, talking about like, oh, it's like, what happened to your feed? Like your feed is over here like, bam, bam, bam. You know what? It's just a quote. Honey, it's time to live it. It's time to be it. it yeah, you, know, you can't just, you know, first of all, okay, I'm not going to write social media. I'm not going to write social media. I don't know why every time I seem like I ride social media because they have an agenda they have an agenda, and they're after a generation, and so I just always want to expose the agenda. But it's like, seriously? Seriously? You got this, like, bikini shot, and like, I'm the light of the world. Honey, put some clothes on, okay? Put some clothes on. The light, you are the light of the world, but you don't know your light. But okay, anyways, wisdom for life. Y'all came for the word, right? We're going to go beyond in wisdom. Come on knowledge and understanding. How many are ready to go beyond? Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Come on, you're never too young to level up, and you're never too old to level up, right? So you're never too old to level up. I just saw an interview with Dolly Parton. Homegirl's like 80, talking about opening this, and she's going to do this, and she'd like to write a song with this person. She'd like to collaborate with this person. I'm like, you're like almost 80, She's talking about the future, how she's going to collaborate. And, you know, if you'd like to collaborate with her, she's like, I mean, you just have to be a person of substance. You know, you have to have, be charitable. And if you want to collaborate with me, I'm like, Dolly, okay. Anyways, it's just amazing to be that old. I mean, sorry. 
The older you get, the older old gets. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> when I was young, you're like, man, when should it be 30, man? You're old. You're like, my mom's 30, you know? 40, 50, now we're talking about 80, 90. <laughs> That's old. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, reel it in, right? <laughs> I'm going to keep going. We're reel it in, reel it in. Godly wisdom is supreme. Godly wisdom is supreme. Not a burrito supreme, taco supreme. Godly wisdom is supreme. Is supreme, right? Knowledge is information, all right? Understanding is comprehension. But wisdom is the correct application of knowledge and understanding. So you have the information, and then there's a point where you start to understand that information. And as you come to understanding that information, you apply, apply, apply. Has anybody applied but not understood? You can apply and not understand, and let me tell you, you won't pass the test. Life's testing you, right? Life is testing you. Do you have information about relationships? Do you have, or no, not do you, but what information about relationships do you have? Boom, life's testing you. What information do you have about finances? Boom, life is testing you, right? It, it happens to all of us, right? What information do you have about trusting God? How many of you guys keep driving by the gas station and be like, woo, woo. If I see one more stupid post about take my girlfriend to an expensive place and you take her to the gas station, stop, it's dumb. Overplayed. <laughs> Think bigger, okay? But anyways, right? But you know what? Do we trust God or we don't? We trust God. We trust God. And realistically, if it goes like a dollar more, just think about it's only a few more dollars. Right? You're just like, you're, we're counting from, it was $3.99, now it's $4.59. Now, it, now it's, now it's, it's like, stop. You know what happens to so much hype, so much everybody typing about it, everybody sending jokes, memes, and the TikToks and Instagrams and snaps about it. It's like, stop. We, we create hysteria. We, we create it, right? Oh, my gosh, there's no more bread at the store. And what is there, a big old line at the store? Stop. Oh, my gosh, there's no more toilet paper. We got toilet paper, guys. We got so much toilet paper. Some of you guys got so much stock in toilet paper. You got, you got a whole bedroom full of toilet paper. You know what? We need some. Come on. Let's walk in wisdom. Let's walk in wisdom, right? Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And all you're getting, get understanding. Come on. Wisdom is application. And that is the most important thing. You need to apply, apply, apply. We hear and do. We hear and do, right? Wisdom, application is the most important thing. So get wisdom, get application. And if you need to, get your application out. Get your resume out. Come on, let's go get a J-O-B, right? If it costs you everything above all of your possessions, get understanding. This is the part where you got to level up. If it costs you everything, if it costs you everything, Get understanding. How many of y'all know that you guys will get understanding of a new video game that releases and that you need to level up and you need to get this equipment and this, I don't know, I have no idea, right? But you're, if it costs you everything, you know what it's going to cost you? Sleep. You, some of y'all haven't slept in days. What are you doing? Video games. Like Red Bull. I'm like, I'm like when's, when's the last time you slept? <laughs> you know what? But you know what level I am? I know what level you are. <laughs> I got jokes. Like, girls do it too. We, I mean, 
I don't know what's the equivalent for a video game, but social media, uh, social, like scroll, 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 anyways. But I'm just saying if it costs you everything, get understanding of wisdom. Get understanding of the word of God. Get understanding of who you are in Christ. Get get understanding of that power that dwells inside of you. Get understanding of healing. Get understanding of finances. Get understanding of the love of God. Get understanding of grace and mercy and truth. Get understanding. Come on. Let's get understanding, right? So you ain't afraid that the world is over. Ah, Spend all the money you've got and save because it's over. No, it's not. And when it is, it is. <laughs> when it is, peace. <laughs> right? We're going to level up for sure. Let's go. <laughs> right? God's word is information. God's word is information. Receive a revelation of that information. So the information is out there. The information is going forth. You need a revelation. You need understanding of that information. Then you put into practice the application. That's wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. So there's knowledge, right? Is knowledge is the information. Understanding, comprehension. Then wisdom is the application. And then you produce a total transformation. You no longer look the same, act the same, walk the same. Everything you do is totally different because you are fulfilling the will of God in your life. You are becoming all God's called you to be. Your family tree is no longer like the rest. You and your family, you don't look like the rest. You guys have leveled up in what? In wisdom, in understanding about who you are and God's plan for you and God's plan for your children. Come on, the blessings and inheritance and train up a child in the way they will go. Come on, train them up. Train them up. Let me tell you, you already are, but train them in the word. Train them in the word. When they grow old, they will not depart. They will not depart. Some of them may stray, but let me tell you, they will not depart. Why? Because the word is in them. The word is in them. Paul said in Romans 12 2, do not be conformed to this world any longer. Don't be conformed to this world any longer. That means you were. If you're not being transformed, you're being conformed to this world, right? With its superficial values and customs. But be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually. By the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly wisdom. Come on, godly application. We hear and do. Godly values, moral integrity, because integrity matters, right? So that you may prove for yourself. This is the most powerful thing that you will ever learn, ever, ever learn, (laughs) is that you're proving for yourself. You're not doing it for your neighbor. You're not doing it for your spouse. You're not doing it for your parent. You're not doing it for your girlfriend. You're not doing it for your boyfriend. You're not doing it for me. You're not doing it for anybody. You're doing it. You are proving for yourself what the will of God is for you personally, for you individually. God loves you, and he's got a specific plan for you. You've got a special part to play in the body of Christ. Discover who you are, right? Focusing on that. So that, you, so that the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Proverbs 15, 14. The mind of the intelligent and discerning seeks knowledge. The mind of the intelligent, they're seeking information. They're seeking knowledge, right? And eagerly inquires after it. But the mouth of a stubborn fool feeds on foolishness. Feeds on what? It feeds on foolishness. Feeds on foolishness. Don't be a stubborn fool. Feeding on foolishness. 
What are you feeding yourself? Foolishness? Stupid video after stupid video after stupid video? Randomness after randomness after randomness? Anybody been on a rabbit hole and all of a sudden you look up and you're like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Guys, that has like never once happened to me. Never once. The one time it happened to me, I had downloaded TikTok for the first time back in the day. I sat there. I was gone. <laughs> like everything's funny the first time. Like it was so hilarious. Like, and all, it's, all, it's, it, all it was sending me was something funny after funny after funny. It was like prank after prank after prank. I hate pranks, but watching somebody else, <laughs> I was rolling. I got it. I was like, oh. that's why it freaked me out too because that's never happened to me. So I was like, oh, heck no, delete this thing. Uh-uh, no, I ain't got time for that. I need my life back. I mean, you, you stole a few hours. No, 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 you got to go, right? But you're feeding on foolishness. Let's feed on the word of God, right? Let's be the intelligent that's seeking knowledge and eagerly inquiring after it. Godly wisdom is supreme. Godly wisdom is supreme. The book of Proverbs is the pursuit of wisdom. Proverbs, come on, is the pursuit of wisdom. How many are ready to dive into the book of Proverbs? We're going to dive into the book of Proverbs. Proverbs provides us with godly instruction to help us be successful in every area of our life. We want to succeed in every area of our life, right? How many of you guys want to succeed in every area of life? Let's go, right? It gives us instruction on how we relate to God. It gives us instruction to how to relate to our parents, our children, our neighbors, our government, our finances, come on, our wealth, our laziness, our foolishness, and our ignorance. It gives us information on what we should do. Are we going to be the fool? Are we going to be the wise man or woman of God? Come on, are we going to be, are we gonna be um, seduced by the world's way, right? The immoral woman, it's always talking about the immoral woman. It's the world's way, trying to suck you in, trying to suck you in. Do it this way, do it this way. No, we're going to go by Lady Wisdom. We're going to follow after God's way of doing things, his way of doing things, his kingdom. We're going to seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to us. We don't need to chase things. Stop chasing things. Chase after the word. Come on, right? Trading our old way of thinking with a new way of living. Living a godly life in an ungodly world. We complicate it. We make it religious. But it's easy. God has a plan for us. We just need to seek that plan, right? Proverbs 1. 1-1. One, one, the purpose of Proverbs. These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king, David's son, king of Israel, right? We last week, we talked, about, uh, we talked about Solomon. What did he do? He asked God for wisdom. That's what he did. How many of y'all want to know when you wake up in the morning, ask God for wisdom. When you get a phone call, ask God for wisdom, right? When you turn on the TV, ask God for wisdom. When you turn on the computer, ask God for wisdom. Ask God for wisdom, right? The purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline. Those go together, right? Because to apply, you need to discipline yourself to put application in, right? You hear the word, then you got to have discipline to do. You have to have discipline to follow through. That's the perseverance, right? It's all fun and games, too. you got to put it into, into action, Right, you could be meal prepping, you could be pinning like, oh, I'm going to prep this, and I'm going to do this. And you see all these cool workouts, you're like, oh, yeah, I like that workout, girl, yeah, oh, yeah. Pin it away, and you're like, oh, you're like, oh yeah, you can make this whole thing. And then all of a sudden, when you got to do it, that's the application. 
That's the follow through. That's the perseverance. That's wisdom and discipline, right? To help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people. The purpose of what? Proverbs is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives. To help them do what is right, just, and fair. These Proverbs will give you insight to the simple. You know what simple is? Is you dumb. <laughs> How many of y'all, you know, you know, we all been there, okay? We've all been there. We need insight. We need insight. Come on. Insight and those Insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. Let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance by exploring the meaning in these proverbs and parables. What's exploring? That means you're seeking, you're searching for comprehension. You're searching for understanding, right? And the words of the wise Reverence and honor of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge. But fools, who? Look at your neighbor and say, what up, fool? <laughs> nah, not you. No, we're wise men and women in here, right? Don't say, what up, fool, right? But who? Fools. Fools despise application. Fools despise wisdom and they despise discipline. Why? Because they know it all. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. How's that going for you, right? It's so important that we seek, find, and discover godly wisdom, and we pass it on from generation to generation. We pass on what? The application. This is what I've learned from the word. This is what I've applied, and this is what I want to give to you. This is what I've learned from the word. This is what I've applied, and this is what I want to pass on from generation to generation, right? Wisdom is built upon wisdom. I will always do my best to give you all that I got so that you could go way beyond. So you could go further and further and further and further, right? Not so you could come up like, oh, I just want to give you just a little so you can come up. Now go beyond. This is the year of what? Going beyond. Let's go, right? Go beyond. We pass on the correct application, the correct application of God's word to the next generation through our actions, through our actions. Knowledge is information. Understanding is comprehension. And wisdom is the correct application of knowledge and understanding. Godly wisdom is the correct application of the word of God. So we need to apply the word correctly, not through legalism, not through religion. Come on, not through guilt and condemnation. How many know that doesn't work? If somebody could guilt you into something, you're going to do it because you have to, not because you want to. No, we ain't going that way. We're not going that way. But we're going we're gonna to apply godly wisdom through a real relationship with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. Come on. And a real relationship with the Word of God. With the Word of God. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 1.30, God himself made the way. This is the way. Let's go. So that you can have a new life through Christ. God gave us Christ to be our wisdom. God gave us who? God gave us Christ to be our wisdom, to be our wisdom. Christ made us right with God and set us apart for God and made us holy. Christ bought us with his blood and made us free from our sins. We got a right relationship with God. We got a right relationship with Jesus. We got a right relationship with wisdom. 
with wisdom. Come on. John 1.1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Hey, let's bust a rap. That's like, there's a, in the beginning was the Word. <laughs> Anyways, okay, calm down. John 1.14, and the Word, Christ, became flesh, and he lived among us, and he actually, we actually saw his glory. Glory as belonged to the one and only begotten Son of the Father, the one and truly unique, the one and only of his kind who is full of grace and truth, absolutely free of deception. We need to have a real relationship with Jesus, a real relationship with the Holy Spirit, a real relationship with God the Father, and a real relationship with the Word. Not because we have to, but because we want an understanding. We want comprehension of the Word of God to come alive in our life, right? God gave us Christ to be our wisdom, full of grace and full of truth, right? Who's ready to go and grow beyond in wisdom, knowledge and understanding, right? You want to be a person of substance. You want to be a person of understanding. When you meet somebody, you have something to give them. But when you're void of understanding, you meet somebody, you're empty, they're empty, and you guys have nothing to offer each other. In a friendship, in a relationship, in co-workers, it's just superficial after superficial. But when you become a person of substance, you got something to offer. You got to offer them the love of God, the light of the world. Come on. We got to be full of wisdom, right? People ask questions all the time. And I'm like, I got an answer. I got an answer. We got an answer. Let's go. Wisdom is built upon wisdom, grace upon grace. And as we increase in wisdom, wisdom increases in us. Proverbs is a rule. It's a standard. It's a guideline to help guide us, right? In Hebrews, it means to be like. Guys, who are we supposed to be like? We're supposed to be like God. We're supposed to be like God. That's who we're supposed to be like, right? The best way to do that is through the study and application of his word. That's why we come to church. We come to receive the word, hear the word, and apply the word. That's what we come to do, right? Not just to be a heat seater. No, we come to hear the word, apply the word. We come to be the change. We want to be the change out in the world. Then we need to be full of the word of God so that we have change to make. Right? Otherwise, you're just going to be like everybody else, right? God's word is the standard of our life. Is God's word the standard of your life? We got to ask ourselves this question. You know, when it comes to our everyday life, is God's word the standard of my finances? Is God's word the standard of my marriage? Is God's word the standard of my parenting? Is God's word the standard of my integrity? Is God's word the standard of my life, right? Is God's word the standard of my life or is manipulation? Or is just how I was trained. Like, I can't stand manipulation. You know, people would be like, well, if you don't, then I don't. I'm like, I don't care. I, the first, the, you want to know what gets me riled up? Try to manipulate me. <laughs> You'll get blocked so fast. I know I don't have no social media. You just get blocked from my life. No, just kidding. <laughs> like, I can't stand that. Why? Because you learned that so young. And a life just built on manipulation upon manipulation, it doesn't work. You can't manipulate somebody to do something for you. You don't even want that kind of relationship. You know what? Love equals a choice. God loves us so much, he gave us a choice to choose him. He gave us a free will. If God can't make me who you think you are. Anyways, that was free. God's word is the standard of my life. God's word is the standard of our life. And a great example is a young plant, okay? 
a young plant. You got these young little plants, and they're so cute. You know, one day I'm going to garden something. That's a lie. I won't. No. <laughs> I don't think I got a green thumb. I'm just like, eh, I'll just go buy it from the store. But you know, when you see them, and they've got this little, like, thing around them, it's like a little tomato vine or a little bell pepper or a jalapeno. And they have this thing that goes around them. Right? Or it's like a little lattice that goes so that you can guide it. Right? It has like stakes in the ground. So that why? So that that young plant will grow straight and it will grow strong and it will produce a great harvest. Right? It's to guide it, to kind of like protect it. Right? We, we got to put those stakes in the ground. Godly wisdom and the word of God are those stakes in the ground for our life. They help guide us, right? They help guide us to grow strong and to grow straight and to produce a great harvest, right? They are, they're in the ground and they give us a solid foundation for our life. When you have a standard for your life, you have security. You got a strong foundation, right? On our own, we will take the path of least resistance. Just like that little vine. On its own, if it doesn't have that guide, if it doesn't have that lattice, you know what it's going to do? And it's going to produce minimal harvest, right? Unless it has that guide to guide it, it's going to grow up. And as it grows up, it's going to grow strong. And it's going to produce all those little peppers and all those tomatoes and all those things. That's you. You're that young plant. Without the word of God to guide you, you're not going to grow up. You're going to grow with the least resistance. You know what? Nah, I'm going to snooze. I don't need to go to church. I don't need to tithe. I don't need to serve. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. Well, what do you need to do? I don't know. You need the word. <laughs> we need wisdom, right? We need wisdom. Today's culture is promoting. It's pushing. And it is, it's aggressively demanding that we have no morals, that we have no standards, that we have no rules, there's no guidelines, there's no discipline. What do you, discipline, if you discipline, you hate your child. Mm, that's, the, that's the opposite, right? You know what the world promotes? It just feels. If it feels right, it's right. If it feels good, it's good. No, it's not. It feels good to eat a whole container of ice cream. That's not good. It feels good until it doesn't. Right? It feels good until it doesn't, right? It feels right, it's right. That's foolishness. That's straight stupid, right? That is dumb, right? Because our feelings change all the time. Have you all had many feelings today? Right? Woo! As girls, man, we got all kinds of feels. And let me tell you, we will let you know what we feel. In case you are wondering, we're going to tell you what's on our mind. So we got to reel it in, girls. Come on, reel it in. We got to look to wisdom. Man, ladies, don't even get me started on Proverbs 31, woman, right? Anyways, it's for another day. <laughs> no, we're not going to be ran by our feelings, right? We never want our feelings to be the compass of our life. We want God's word, right, to be our standard, to be our guide, to be our greatest influence. We have to actively seek pursue, search after, secure, and request godly, sound wisdom and truth for ourselves, right, through the word of God. We need to seek wise counsel. How many of y'all ask somebody for help, ask somebody for guidance, and not somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, somebody who has some fruit, somebody who's lived and they produce some of those bell peppers and jalapenos and tomatoes. Anybody talking about pico de gallo? <laughs> 
Make a little salsa. Right? We need to seek wise counsel. Don't mess up my Spanish, okay? <laughs> this white girl don't know how to say salsa and salsa. I don't even know. I know. <laughs> how does it go, guys? Salsa. There it is. Wow. Let's go back to the word. <laughs> Proverbs 1.5. The wise will hear and increase their learning. And increase their learning. They don't know it all. And a person of understanding will acquire wise counsel and seek to steer the course, his course wisely and to lead others to truth. We're un, we need that understanding so that we can lead others, right? Seeking wise counsel. Only fools hate to be told that they are wrong, right? They refuse to ask wise people for advice. Do you not know how many times young people have said, I didn't ask you because I already knew what you were going to say? I didn't ask you because I knew what you were going to say. I'm like, say that one more time for yourself. <laughs> I didn't ask you because I already knew what you were going to say. So you already knew what you're doing was wrong. You already knew what you're doing was dumb. You already knew what you're doing was foolish. You already knew what you're doing was not on the right track for your life, not headed in the right direction. So what did you do? Only fools hate to be told that they are wrong, so they refuse to ask wise people for advice. Proverbs 15, 12. Know-it-alls, they don't like to be told what to do. They avoid the company of wise men and women. We need godly correction in our life. We need wise men and women. We need, you need a relationship with people who have been further, been there, done that, right? We need wise counsel. You want someone in your life who loves you enough to correct you. If you don't have somebody in your life who loves you enough to tell you the truth, then you ain't got nobody in your life. Seriously, you need somebody who loves you enough to speak the truth in your life. Say, I love you enough to let you know you're off track. I love you enough to let you know that's not the direction for your life. I love you enough to let you know the truth, right? Proverbs 9, 8. Do not correct a scoffer who foolishly ridicules and takes no responsibility for his error. What is a scoffer? What is a fool? They take no responsibility. We need to ask ourselves, when are we acting a fool? When we take no responsibility. A wise man or woman takes responsibility. Takes responsibility. I can have some respect for that, right? Who foolishly ridicules, and, or he, okay, don't correct him or he will hate you. Correct a wise man who learns from his error. He learns from his mistakes. He learns to level up when he takes responsibility for that bad choice, right? He, she, whoever, he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man and he will become even wiser. Teach a righteous man and he will increase learning, right? We're seeking after wisdom. Somebody loves me enough to correct me, I love them. I love that. I love that. Let me tell you, oh my gosh, guys, I've been here 25 years. I've been here since a young gun team. Do you know how many leaders corrected me all the time? All the time. And let me tell you, I was immature at the time and didn't love it. <laughs> but I had enough wisdom to follow through. I had enough understanding to know that people love me enough to give me the truth, then I better listen up. I better wise up, right? Proverbs 3.11 my child, don't reject the Lord's discipline 
And don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Do not get upset when the word comes at you, letting you know you're not doing what you're supposed to. Learn to love correction and level up and know that God loves you. And he wants to be that guide in your life so that you can be that plant that grows strong, producing harvest in every area of your life, right? Proverbs 15.5, a flippant, arrogant fool rejects his father instruction and correction. But he who is willing to learn, it's not about you won't do wrong. It's about learning from your mistakes, receiving that correction, right? Regards and keeps in mind a reprimand, he acquires good sense. Proverbs 15.12, a scoffer, unlike a wise man, resents one who rebukes him and tries to teach him. Nor will he go to a wise for counsel or instruction. This is why it's so important that we teach our children to learn to love correction, instruction, and discipline. Because you're training them up in the way they should go. Come on, they're not going to depart. Train them to love discipline. Train them to love their vegetables. Train them to love, right? Anyways, nobody tell you to love your vegetables. You're still working on it. I hate these things. I hate these things. No. <laughs> we got to renew the mind. Renew the mind. Proverbs 15, 32. He who neglects and ignores instruction and discipline despises himself. This one gets me. When you don't want discipline, when you don't want, you neglect instruction, you're just. Self. You're not believing in yourself that you can grow, that God's got more for you. There's way beyond where you're at. Love yourself and love correction. Love discipline. He who learns from rebuke acquires understanding and grows in wisdom. What does he do? What does she do? She gains comprehension. I love to ask why because I want to understand why I am where I'm at so that I can go further right? Gains comprehension and gains and grows in application. I mean, Paul said in 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given an inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. (laughs) All scripture is profitable for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. All scripture is God-breathed. It's given by divine inspiration, and it's profitable for instruction. we got to learn to love instruction. we got to learn to love discipline. We've got to learn to love correction because we got to learn to know what love is. Love corrects, right? Love isn't feels. It's just all about feels. Oh, you know, love is suffers long and is kind, patient. Like, we got to learn what love is. What's love? Never mind. Giving my age out over here with these old songs. Some of these new songs are so stupid, though. Anyways, Hebrews, back to the word. Hebrews 12, 5. Have you forgotten? Look at your neighbor and say, have you forgotten? Have you forgotten? And it, maybe nobody told you yet. Let's learn. Have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. Don't run from God when you get, when you get a little slapping from the word. Not literally. Not from me. Now ain't nobody going to slap you. But let me tell you, how many times the word slap you in the face? Like, bam, bam, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Okay, level up, right? Don't run. Don't run. Sergio, don't run. It's all right. Don't make light of the Lord's correction, right? For the, for the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Whoever heard of a child who has never been disciplined by its father? Whoever heard? How many of you know we heard in this time, in this era? Trying to push, no discipline, no discipline. That's no love, no love. If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you're illegitimate and you're not really his children at all. Since we respect our earthly father who disciplines us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live forever? For our earthly father disciplines us for a few years <laughs> and some for many. <laughs> right? And they're doing their best with what they know. But God disciplines, uh, God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness. No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. Look at your neighbor and say, no discipline's enjoyable while it's happening. Yeah. How many of y'all like, thank you, Dad? When you got it, you know, you got that. Bam! Wait, stop running. Get over here. Bam, bam. Oh, I just love you. Thank you, Father. <laughs> no. <laughs> we running. <laughs> How do you know you got it harder when you ran? You just literally, it's just in my instinct. Run! <laughs> Anyways, we're not talking about me right now, right? No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterward, there's a peaceful harvest of right living. There's a peaceful harvest of gaining comprehension of why you made that choice, why you are where you're at, and that you gain and grow in application. And here's what you need to do. Because as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. As for our family, we don't act like that. We act like this. And this is the standard of our house. This is the standard of our family. This is how we do things, right? So then you're like, oh, now I understand. Our family doesn't act like everybody else, right? For those who are trained in this way. So take a new grip on your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees Mark out a straight path for your feet so that those who are weak and lame will not fall, but they'll become strong. We're becoming strong after correction because we're gaining comprehension. We're gaining understanding, right? We need correction. We need the safety and the security and the stability that comes from godly correction. We need guidelines for our life, right? How many of you know when you're on the freeway? Man, some of you all going 80, 90, 100 miles an hour. One time, one time, uh, so, no, nah, I'm not going to tell myself. <laughs> I'm doing better driving. But one time I was driving past Shalau, and her car is like wider than my car. You can't feel it at all. You can't feel it at all. We, we, I look down, we're going 100 miles an hour, and she's just like, so cute. <laughs> you know, like, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> I look over, I'm like, sorry about that. She's like, what? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> But let me tell you, I can be going 100 miles an hour. Somebody can be going 70 miles an hour, 60 miles an hour. And you know what's guiding us? That little tiny line on the road. We could be flying by each other, but because there's a line, I stay in my lane. It's guiding me. 
not to hurt anybody else, not to crash, you know, those, why? That's why we need the word of God. We need a standard that never changes. It's always the same, yesterday, today, and forever. And that guides us to the right path. That we can, some of us can be flying 100, not saying go 100. No. Anyways, Daniel, when you get your driver's license, listen up. <laughs> Obey the law. <laughs> All right, anyways, 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 come on. We need that guidance, right? We need those lanes so we know where we're going, right? Just like that young plant needed those stakes in the ground to keep it guided, right? We're in the right direction so that it could produce a great harvest. We need the word of God. We need the wisdom of God. We need wisdom, right? Knowledge and understanding. Knowledge is receiving the word of God. Wisdom is applying the word of God. Knowledge is gathering of facts. Come on. Wisdom is the correct use of those facts. Right? Knowledge is information. Understanding is comprehension. Wisdom is a correct application of knowledge and understanding. We need God's wisdom for our everyday life. We need God's wisdom for our everyday life, right? God and his word are forever the same. They stay the same. And that gives us great security, great stability. Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is eternally changeless. Always the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. There's so much security in that. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's got a guide and a standard for our life, and that standard never changes. And he wants to level us up to fulfill his will, to fulfill his purpose. And we just need to renew our mind to the word of God. Don't be conformed to this world, but we're going to be transformed by the word of God. Amen? Applying wisdom in every area of our life, and we're walking in success. Happy is he. Blessed is he find wisdom, and gains understanding. Amen, 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 amen. Did you guys receive something tonight? You guys received some wisdom, some wisdom for our everyday life. Amen. I, I'm just so glad you guys came tonight, and we will see you Sunday. Have a great night. Love you guys. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.